Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> what up, everybody? We're back, and it's episode 62 of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. Welcome to this episode. You are the friends in the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. I hope you are all doing well out there. I hope you are all feeling inspired and uh, challenged by your goals, you know what I'm saying? You got to set those goals that give you a little butterflies in your stomach. You know, if your goal's not a little bit scary, you got to fucking push the limits a little further. You know, you got to jump into the deep end with the fucking dick and tit-eating sharks. You know what I'm saying? If them piranhas ain't chewing out your butthole, you're not ambitious enough. Um... Welcome back. Uh, feels good to get a second episode in a row. Getting a little run going. Um, it's always a pleasure to sit on this microphone, sit up here in the tower in my uh, homemade house that I'm building here, surveying the lovely green lush forest uh, that I'm surrounded by. Um, if I listen close enough, I can hear the summer scouts in residence up there working diligently, you know what I'm saying? Getting creative right up there, drawing right now, uh, having some fun, getting loose, getting relaxed up in this forest. There is no better habitat for humans than the forest. That is my hypothesis. Um, we are going to take this episode to catch up a little bit. It's been a long time, uh, since I've shared what I've been up to. Um, of course, last week we came back from a four or five month hiatus, uh, with it, with a really fun episode, uh, with the summer, uh, residents in there. Um, Seth has departed, and completed his half residency uh, in the forest here. And now we have uh, none other than Ghost Scout Mind Cop Daniel Chang Christensen from year one uh, is doing kind of an extended recreational visit uh, for about three weeks. Um, It's a little short to call it a residency. It would be a quarter res uh, but he is an alumni of the residency. Uh, he, of course, attended year one as a cadet. Um, he, uh, I think, came year four as a resident, uh, along with my man Deep Notes, um, a.k.a. Cole Brower, who I'm very excited to see at the summit. Um but they had a glorious residency, and uh, and uh, right now, as you know, uh, Danny Go, aka Ashley Blades, and uh, my girl Lerm, aka 
computer person are up there doing it. Um, Lerm's doing the full three months, and Danny's doing a half res six weeks. And, uh, yeah, Chang's going to hang out for three weeks as well. So all kinds of fun, scout, friendship, camaraderie, uh, inspiration going on up here. Um, tomorrow we are going to, uh, go on our weekly hike. We're going to, we're going to jump on down to Franconia Notch in New Hampshire, which is a place that I love to visit. I grew up visiting there, um, hiking the Flume Gorge, which is amazing. Uh, you can Google it and check it out. It's this amazing gorge and they built these wooden walkways about halfway down the gorge. So you're halfway down these nice epic cliffs in this gorge and you're, and there's a a ripping, a ripping old juicy river flowing right below your feet. And I, I grew up uh, checking that out and always loved it. And uh, Wolfie's been there once before. Junie was just a baby when we went last, so she's going to get a real kick out of it because she is a robust three-and-a-half-year-old strong, independent woman. And uh, she's going she's gonna to love that. We're, we're going down with the scouts. We're going down with the fam. And we might even be meeting up with uh, my siblings and parents over there because it's about halfway to where my where the rest of my family lives in New Hampshire, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna then uh, take the tra- after after traversing the Flume Gorge, uh, we're gonna go and take the tram up Cannon Mountain, where there's an awesome observatory you can hike to and kind of check out the whole area there. I think you can see uh, Massachusetts and Maine and. Uh, you know, all the presidentials, uh, the presidential mountain range there in New Hampshire, the white mountains. Um, and uh, they have the highest uh, beer tap in New Hampshire up there um, on top of Cannon Mountain and some snacks, some food. Then we're going to jump back on that tram and ride it down to Echo Lake for the afternoon and just chill and swim and have some motherfucking fun. You know, because that's what summer's all about. We really strive uh, to create these summer vibes and and capture the experience of summer. You know, when you have a really strong winter like we do up here in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont, you really, really, really appreciate the changing of seasons and you really appreciate that summer. And, you know, we've gotten to the beach more times than I can remember so far this summer and uh, thrilled to be headed back tomorrow. And... uh, it's going to be a really fun time. Um, let's see. What else in this intro? Um, I got a little toy project that I've had in my back pocket for a minute uh, with Unbox Industries. I'm going to be designing six original Go Shrimp vinyl minifigures uh, for their Blind Box series. I think the one that I'll be participating in is called Who Goes There?, um, I've seen some spooky little characters in that collection, so that's pretty neat. Um, and uh, I've always wanted to get into toys. I, you know, always toys were a huge part of my childhood, huge part of my imagination and creativity. And, um, you know, definitely am loving being a dad and getting all kinds of cool toys for Wolfie and Junie and sharing my, you know, toys with them, busting out all the. All the so much of it is still so relevant. All the Star Wars figures, um, Legos always stay relevant. You know the most creative, uh, uh, fun uh, child's toy out there. 
um, lots of Playmobil in effect. Um, you know, it's uh, it's so much fun. My son obviously has a lot of the action figures, and Junie is starting to get into that as well. Ninja Turtles, Avengers, um, all that jazz. Um, Wolfie just got a uh, toothless uh, How to Train Your Dragon figure, which he has been playing with recently, which is pretty dope. Kids always want the remote control shit. You know, it lasts about a day, but they just want it so hard. I remember wanting remote control stuff, and I remember I only had, like, one remote control monster truck as a kid, and it was pretty whack, (laughs) really, but, like, you still just, like, fantasize about dope remote control shit. We even got Wolfie a pretty decent remote control truck uh, two years ago for his birthday, but you know, again, it didn't maybe work for like about a week and then it got kind of jammed up and wasn't working right. So, you know, those action figures, they get a lot of play and they don't break down on you. I'm a big fan of action figures. So I'm going to be making, uh, six little, my, uh, six little mini figures. They're going to be non-posable. Um, but, uh, if you take a look at what unbox industry does, they make a lot of really dope shit. And uh, hopefully this will be the first of many collaborations with them um, because they seem like a really cool company and I'm a huge fan of the shit they're doing and I think it could be a great fit to get into making some dope Go Shrimp toys. I want some fully posable action figures with weapons and shit, you know, that would be the jam. But just starting to brainstorm on what those six figures might look like, so I'll keep you up to date on that Um, and... uh, and uh, let you in on that process, you know what I'm saying? So uh, let's jump over to my man AWOL1 and uh, get into this podcast. Broadcasting live from another dimension. Broadcasting live from another dimension. Broadcasting live from all right here we are together again <sighs> take a nice little breath and just ease into this nice comfortable friendly podcast that we have together right now one-on-one you and me and this juicy wet beverage Mm. you know i gotta keep my whistle wet got a little Lacroix with me today shout out to the tasty flavorful beverages that come in a can from Lacroix. um So let's see, last time uh, before the hiatus, what was going on, the labyrinthitis stuff was going on, I was looking back, I had that short bout of labyrinthitis, um, which is really weird, and a lot of people reached out to me, and I guess it's actually fairly common for like a weird thing that nobody's ever heard of. Um, There were several people that knew somebody who had uh, labyrinthitis, uh, who had been affected by it, or they had had a bout with it. 
And a lot of people experience not even being able to get out of bed because you get so dizzy. It's like a vertigo type of thing. It's like an infection in the nerve of your inner ear. So it messes with your equilibrium. Like if you move your head around, it'll, it'll start to give you spins and stuff. It's pretty bizarre. And I didn't know what it was at first. I thought I was just getting like a head cold because I had a cold and it piggybacks off of a cold. Um, and, uh, I remember I was working on the, uh, visual development for SpongeBob three that I did away a while back. I did, you know, maybe a month of work on that and, uh, and I was wrapping it up and it was like the last week or whatever. And I was just having super trouble, like focusing and, and being creative and like my brain just wasn't working right. My eyes didn't feel quite right. Like, and I thought it was just a head cold, but then it did turn out after I had finished that and I went to get it checked out. They said, yeah, you have viral labyrinthitis. And I just kind of had to wait it out. I had to rest and wait it out. And uh, it only lasted for a couple of weeks. Um, and then it went away. And it was mostly, I really mostly noticed it. Um, I only got the vertigo like when I was laying down in bed. And I was like, move my head to the side. The room would just start to spin. And it was really weird. And I like forget that I had it. And then I'd just be like talking to Athena and then I'd move my head and then yeah, woo, I'd go for a little slippery ride, you know, around the around the ceiling in the walls. Um, but it went away uh, and uh, and pretty much fine. I've had like little tinges of it here and there. I guess it could kind of stick around. Um, so I'll get little tinges of it sometimes if I'm like tired or um, yeah, I guess basically just that, but never like I had it. Um, that one time. So if anybody, if anybody's wondering, uh, you know, that, that, that really was a minor thing, but, uh, but yeah, that was going on. Um, when last we spoke on this podcast, um, my dad's tongue surgery, um, all that stuff, my dad's throat cancer, um, you know, went down, uh, when we were last talking, he had his tongue removed, and he's doing um, fairly well, as well as you can do for, um, you know, having having this kind of life-changing surgery. Um, my parents just came with us camping for five days on Burton Island, and my dad was a real champ and, uh, and, and came camping, and I know they really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just kind of adjusting to, you know, uh, life with a, with a feeding tube in his stomach, um, pretty much forever and, uh, you know, having kind of augmented speech, um, and, uh, you know, just kind of figuring out how that, you know, what his life is gonna, is gonna kind of feel like and, and, and be like going forward. And he's just finishing up his immunotherapy, I believe. I think he might've had, uh, an installment of that yesterday and it might've been the last one. Um, but, uh, so he's doing pretty good. So really appreciate any kind of thoughts and, uh, you know, good vibes. People have been sending my dad in my dad's direction. Um, that's always greatly appreciated. You know, there's, uh, as everybody knows, whether it's been you in your life or, or loved ones in your life or, or people around you in your community, you know, there's always people out there that are going through some shit that are going through some suffering and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they don't 
want to, you know, talk about it and, and get a bunch of sympathy. But, you know, it's always good to make sure that you're giving people encouragement, giving people positive vibes. And, you know, it's not just about talking about all the best things in your life. It's it's about being real and talking about the the hype stuff when the hype stuff's happening and the tough stuff when the tough stuff's happening, you know. Um, uh, my grandfather, um, is, uh, I don't think I've really talked about this on the podcast yet, but about three years ago, my grandfather, who is a, a great and wonderful man, um, in his nineties, uh, something kind of happened where his brain just broke and he, as he's, you know, kind of getting to the final chapter of his life, uh, he, for from the best we can all tell, he's been going through some kind of existential crisis and basically stopped eating and drinking much and, and just started sleeping all the time. And this has been going on for three years now. And he's gone from over 200 pounds to, you know, about 100 pounds. It's been really hard on my grandma. It's been really confusing for everybody in the family. And, and uh, you know, we all obviously really feel for my grandpa, but, you know, everybody's just kind of sad and confused, you know, that, that, that this is how he's choosing to spend his, his final years of such a glorious and, and, and fulfilled life. Um, but, uh, you can also send some, some, some thoughts my grandpa's way. He is in hospice care now and he is, you know, when you are entering into hospice care, you are kind of entering into, you know, into the, uh, into the realm of death. He will be, you know, passing on pretty shortly and getting to rejoin all those wonderful particles in the great beyond and the infinite dimensions of existence and reality that await all of us out there, um, that are always there, that we're always a part of. Uh, but you know, while we're, while we're, while we're wrapped up in these earthly bodies, uh, you know, in, in our earthly pursuits here, um, we are, we are in one form and then we, uh, re-emerge and reconverge. And he is at that journey now. So, you know, if everybody can just send nice thoughts his way and, and hopefully, uh, you know, once he passes on, he will get the relief that I'm sure he is looking for. I'm sure there is for everyone in this world a a a great ultimate release when you've reached the end uh you know of of your journey as this human animal. What a strange strange world that we exist in. What an amazing planet that we all share together. Um you know <laughs> I remember talking about on the on the on the previous episodes of the podcast just how you know intense and and just how much has been going on in my life and and my family's life and 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 it really has been uh such an amazing time i feel like this is the the best time for my immediate family for the bandits here for wolfie and juniper and athena and myself um, you know, we, we set out on this journey together and set really huge goals for ourselves that were way beyond our capacity. And they're actually really starting to come together now. You know, this is, this is about, uh, you know, this is our eighth year in Vermont. Um, Wolfie is, he's just turned eight and me and Athena, um, will have been together, uh, what, let's see, nine years next month, um, 
and that's pretty incredible. They've been the greatest nine years of my life. The most, the most, uh, the the most biggest challenges that you know I've ever taken on, and she's ever taken on, and coming here into the forest, starting from scratch, um, and in the in the woods, and and now as I look out, and and our house is really coming together, and. Uh, Athena got a metalsmith, her metalsmithing studio built. That's been another amazing thing that's been going on. Um, that is a project that uh, her and her mom collaborated on, and they hired a builder to do it because I've been, you know, I'm just staying focused on building our house. And, you know, once upon a time, we thought that, you know, we'd come up here and in a couple years we'd have our house built, and then we'd be building all these studios. And, um, you know, I've been working on our house. Uh, certainly we have the, the ghost scout cabins that have been built and stuff, but, uh, we thought that we really felt like it was time for Athena to get her studio going. Um, we were, we're at the point where, you know, I'm just raking in the dough. Um, you know, career wise, things are going magnificent, magnificent for me and money wise as well. Um, you know, I don't base my career choices on money, but when it does come together and great projects are also, you know, uh, paying, uh, paying large sums of money, uh, you can't beat that again, just things coming together. You know, if you stick to a plan, if you stick to your goals, things will come together. Um, you know, uh, several years ago when we were halfway through this, you know, we were grinding it out, you know, living paycheck to paycheck just a couple years ago, living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm fully comfortable with that. You know, even with a family, I'm a, I'm a natural born freelancer. Um, I love that kind of positive pressure to get out there and say, Hey, it's up to me to, you know, do my best work every time and make sure that people are seeing my stuff and hiring me and, uh, and I'm I'm very comfortable living that way. But it's also great to, you know, be able to put a little money in the savings and save up for, for projects and be able to take time off like I am right now. I've taken about the last month off of uh, working on this movie for Netflix just so I can focus on building. And, yeah, in that time period, um, Athena's studio was put together. She's got a nice little metal metalsmithing studio um, put together, and now she's g- getting the supply list together, and she's going to be uh, getting the supplies in there soon, all the equipment and the materials um, that she'll be uh, using to, you know, start her metalsmithing career proper. Uh, Athena went to metalsmithing. She went to school at the Art Institute of Chicago for metalsmithing back in the day. Um, And uh, it was always her dream to do this. So, you know, when we met and, and, you know, I had just gotten this piece of property shortly before I had met Athena and and we met and just fell in love instantly and and recognized each other as, as, as each other's soulmates and decided to have Wolfie within the first week of meeting each other. And, uh, you know, I said, I have this land of Vermont, you know, I'm going to go build a, a house and, you know, build a whole a homestead and a compound and everything that we want there. And, you know, <laughs> for some reason, she's crazy enough to uh to want to do that a girl that grew up in LA wants to come out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the most beautiful forest in the world and create a life from scratch together based on passions you know um and uh and but we had to we had to do a lot to get to this point, you know. But but here we are. She's got her metal smithing studio. She doesn't have to work a job right now. 
Um, and you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, things keep going in that direction. You know, it, we might it, it might it might swing backwards. The pendulum might swing back, and you know, maybe my pay goes down on some projects that are coming up in the next couple years. And you know, she has to scrape together some. You know, if if maybe she's maybe she's already making money as a metalsmith, or maybe she has to you know get back to doing some some whatever little jobs here and there to to make ends meet. That's all part of life. You know, the the whole point is if you're pursuing your passions and that is your number one goal, everything else is going to facilitate that and you will spend your time, you know, getting your goals accomplished, you know, because that is the name of the game. But if you put it off and you say, you know, someday I'm going to do that. No, that's not going to work. You got to go. Here's my biggest goals right now. And what's the quickest path to it? Now, the quickest path might be a couple years going and getting a nine to five and saving up money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when we came here, we decided to have the family and I started scratching it back out as a freelance illustrator. And, uh, you know, Athena was getting jobs in town because that's what she could do at that point. Um, You make it work. You got to make ends meet. You got to be tough about it. Think about, I always think about all the human beings in the history of the world that came before me and what they had to do, you know, just to survive. You know, the, the, the average person that's lived on this planet has had a much harder go of it than I ever will. So when I think about it like that, it makes it easy to say, you know what, I got to buckle down. I got to do this for a little bit. You know, I didn't want to go out to L.A., um, I didn't know I would be working on Adventure Time and all that, what all that would mean. So, of course, you know, I would have been thrilled to do that. But, um, you know, when I was going out to do storyboarding on Flapjack initially, I thought, well, it's going to be a long couple of years. You know, I don't want to go to L.A. I don't really want to storyboard. But, you know, this is going to this is going to put a little money in my pocket. This is going to allow me to get the land that I want to get and get to the next phase of the dream. You know, that was phase one was getting that land. And that was the most direct way to do it. You know, I was already living in my first cabin in New Hampshire on Mystery Mountain on my on my cousin's 100 acres. And I was already living the dream. And I could have just stayed there. I could have bought land off. You know, I could have saved up and, and, and got land from him there. But, you know, I wanted to get my own piece of land somewhere else. I wanted to go more up north. And uh, that Java Cartoon Network was the way to do it, you know. So... There are sacrifices that you're going to have to make along the way, but it's all worth it. It's all worth it because you'll look back and go, God damn, this is time well spent. You know, this is time well spent. When you're when you're actively pursuing your goals, you're already living the dream. There are phases of the dream that are harder than others. And even when you get in it, there's nothing to say that there won't be super hard patches even after you, you know, have already really gotten inside that dream and you're really living it because then you're going to start to see the next level of dreams and there's going to be complications. And then, you know, family members are going to get sick and all this stuff, you know. And, and, you know, you might find yourself sick, you know? I mean, there's people just in our community since we've lived here that just, you know, get cancer and then they disappear. They die off. You know, that's what happens to people. So all the fucking more reason people out there listening, fans of this podcast, fans of me, you know, friends of me, I'm friends with you. I'm, fa- I'm a fan of you. If you're out there, if you're hustling, if you're saying I'm fucking pursuing my passion in this life. You know, this is your life. You're the only one living it. How many times have you heard me say that? You're the only fucking one living your life. Why would you ever cut yourself short, sell yourself short of sitting there and doing anything other than just sitting there and going, man, what's the most awesome stuff that I can think of that connects with the stuff I've enjoyed most about my life so far? 
You know, where do I want to be? What's the most amazing place I could think of being? Now, what's the most amazing stuff I can think of doing? And what are the most amazing people I can think of doing this stuff with, you know? And it'll be different than you think. That's why you got to get in there and start to suss it out. You know, when I first got this property, I really felt like my family was going to be here, living here, spending time here. My best friends, you know, growing up were going to be, you know, living here, spending time here. And, uh, you know, they've been here, they visited, you know, most, most of my friends have come through and visited, you know, once or twice. And, you know, my family comes up here maybe once or twice a year, but, you know, I had no idea that I was, that this, that getting this property was going to set the stage for the secret society of ghost scouts for ghost scout training camp for one of the largest form sources of inspiration in my entire life. And my, oh my God, my biggest pool of friends ever, you know, I mean, my best, like the people that the, the, you know, I, of course I have my family and I have my old school best friends, but the people that I talk the most with, that I share the most with, that I, that really I spend the most quality time with are the scouts who come back and and are the counselors at camp and they come to the summit, the people that are coming to the summit, you know, uh, at the end of next week. You know, I mean, that's that's, you know, I mean, I my 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 best friends and my my family members don't come and camp out for a week plus in my woods and spend every day doing all my favorite stuff, you know, building and, and hiking and all that, you know. Um, so, you know, you're you're. You, your passions are out there, your dreams are out there, and you think they're one thing, and it will be what you want, but it's going to be different. It's going to be a little different than you think, right? It's like perfection is out there. The, I like Right now, my life is just absolute perfection, but I never could have anticipated what that perfection would look like. It, it's like a hazy dream, right? When you're looking at a dream, when you're trying to recall a dream, it's, it's, it's ethereal, it's metaphysical, it's metaphorical, it's representational, right? Um, you can't quite nail it down. So you can kind of see into your future. You can create a vision of your future, but you're not going to know exactly what's going on until you get in there and really start to suss it out. You know, and really start to explore the possibilities. But the universe will meet you halfway. You penetrate deeply into that dreamscape, into that, into that planning, into the goals of your life, the passions, building a life around the things you're absolutely most passionate about. And the universe meets you halfway and starts to, you know, you always have infinite pathways in front of you, whether they're all bad ones or all good ones. That's, you know, I mean, that's a lot up to kind of where you're born and, and your circumstances, but it's also the other half of it is up to you, right? Again, it's half of it is half of it is destiny, half of it's the universe, and then the other half of it's on you, and it's what you do about it. It's what you choose to, what what character you choose to play in this story of your life, right? And I wanted to fucking be this wacky character. You know, I wanted to be the guy who's doing Go Scout training camp. That's how it happened. That was as simple as that. It was a weird idea in my head. And I went, fuck it. Let's see what happens. This is the guy I want to fucking be. I want to be wearing these fucking short hiking shorts, fucking out here, you know, fucking drawing in the woods, building cabins in the woods, making friends from all over the fucking world. You know, people I never, ever would have met, you know. And 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 look at right here now now uh, shout out to to Lerm and Chang, 
you know, a year uh, one scout and uh, what Lerm, I think, was maybe year six. And now they're a couple, you know, the first official scout couple. I mean, that's amazing, you know. Um, that's a beautiful thing. And 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 all the friendships. There's so many good friendships. I mean, shout out to, you know, we were just talking about Squatch getting married. Shout out to Matthew Amore, Squatch Matrix, the original camp champion, never to be replaced. Um, uh, you know, at his wedding, there was a whole bunch of fucking scouts, right? I mean... It's living that scout life. Lerm was just saying she was she's doing the residency. She was over at fucking, uh, you know, Squatch's wedding. She saw Kent over there, you know, fucking hanging out with a bunch of people that are going to come to the summit, uh, you know, at the end of next week. I mean, we're intertwining all these people's lives all over the world in the mo- in the best, you know, inspiring uh, cooperative, uh, you know, camaraderie building way. And it's all about great things happen when you pursue your passions and you also, you know, try to, try to pursue an angle in, 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 you know, obviously my passion is drawing. My number one passion is smoking weed and drawing, right? Hands down. But if I just did that, my life would be pretty one dimensional, Right. So by by trying to think of something that I can do that will give back, right? I thought, man, I'm so lucky to have achieved my goals in life. So now how can I help other people achieve their goals, right? Now, there's a lot of ways I could have done that. But I was thinking, what's the most, again, just like my work, my work, what's the most personal work I can make, the most meaningful work I can make, the most awesome work I can make? Now, I think, what's the what's the most fun way I could choose to try to inspire other people to 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 fulfill their goals. What if I did a a summer camp, you know, with all my favorite shit, right? So, try to think of, you know, go down and pursue your passion, but also think how can I also do something fun that pumps me up that also gets other people pumped up too, you know, because there's a lot of negativity spread in the world and we need to combat that. Like look around right now at all the division and the and the and the corruption and the rot and the racism and the prejudice going on in the world. This is the antithesis of that. Going, you know what? I know that I want to live in a world where people are cooperating, where people are peaceful. You know, a war never made anything but more wars. You know what? War doesn't make peace. It's when people decide to stop fighting that peace is made, right? So we live in this warmongering, this crazy world where these people love war. They love the industry of war. They love the um, heroism of war, you know, the romanticism of war, all these things. Um, we live in a culture that fetishizes it. Right. And I'm right along there. I love GI Joe. I love all that shit, but I know that that's an illusion as well. You know, you got to always know that that's an illusion as well. I don't actually want to live in a world where, where there is the, the, where, where, where we fight wars to control commodities and, and slave labor and all these things. Right. Nobody really wants that. I would never want my friends to go and die in a war. I would never want my children to be digging up minerals for technology and things like that, right? I don't want other people's kids doing it either, right? You got to you got to turn around and go what what I want for myself, I want for other people. You have to do that, right? <laughs> it just sounds like I'm crying. You have to do that, motherfuckers. You got to do that. I just choked on my own enthusiasm here. You know what I'm saying? Um 
if you just sit back, then the the people that are greedy, the hustlers, they're going to take over and they're going to do it in any way possible. And that's what happens. That's what keeps happening in the history of humanity. But what if everybody out there really, you know, pursued their passions and also did a little side hustle? You know, my whole life isn't about Go Scouts. You know, I spend, you know, sometimes we'll do the camp and I'll volunteer for three or four weeks for that. This is the summit. You know, I'm volunteering for a week for the summit, right? And for the summit, it even sounds kind of funny volunteering because really just getting together with a bunch of friends. But but it still is. It's an investment of time. It's an investment of energy. It's an investment of, of resources, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, but it's worth it because this is something that is changing people's lives, sitting down and doing this podcast, right? Another great example. I don't have to do this podcast, right? My life is a lot simpler without it. As I've seen for the last five months, it's really nice to not have to do the podcast, but I also, I also know that when I get up on here, people go, man, that episode got me jacked up. That inspired me. You know, and I know that that's part of I have to do that, too. That's part of my my um, my uh, uh, responsibility as a human being on this planet. You know, I can't exist in a vacuum. We are all connected. This is a cooperative venture. OK, so it's really important for me to give back positive enthusiasm, hype, positive vibes, um, share ideas about, you know, uh, pursuing your passions about how to, how to do, how I've succeeded in my life, you know, and, and that might ring a bell for somebody because that's how it worked out for me, right? It was hearing other people talk about this shit. That's what got me on my path. You know, I was off my path. I was, I've been off my path and it's not fun. No one wants to be there and I want to be on my path, but I also really desperately want you all to be on your path. I don't want to just be on my path alone and be greedy about it and be like, fuck y'all. Some people are like that, right? There's a lot of that culture on the internet. I got mine. Fuck y'all. You know, fuck all you haters. Whatever. You know what? I hope you're, I mean, it'd be kind of weird if there's haters that listen to this podcast, but you know, even, even say maybe you have very different ideas. Maybe you say, you know what? We, we need to fight wars. We need to do this. We need to do that. You know what? Good. I don't want you to stop listening to this podcast because you disagree with me. I actually really want you to listen to this podcast. You know, I don't want to be surrounded by people that only agree with me, that only see the world in the same way I do. And that, you know, I I would rather have people with different points of view, but, but we have friendships, we have common ground because slowly... I will incorporate some of your views. You will incorporate some of my views. And we will naturally find a way forward together because it's always somewhere in the middle. There is no true right and wrong. There is no evil and good. It's all a matter of perspective. We all, if you live in the modern world, don't fool yourself. You participate in more atrocities than anybody has in the history of the world, right? Just by owning technology, by all the things that 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 are that are echoes, all all of the all of the butterfly wings from 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 the American standard of living or whatever country you live in, if you have a first world standard of living, you know it echoes down. Those third worlds are supporting your lifestyle, you know. So don't fool yourself and think that you know you can you can just you know not think about it and uh, not be a party to this stuff, you know. 
at least know that you are a party to these to this terrible fucked up shit. Now, can you extricate yourself from all of it? That's very hard. It becomes a very extreme lifestyle if you try to, you know, live completely harm free on this planet. But you can definitely minimize it by being aware of it, by being smart about it, and you can uh, you can allocate a portion of your energy and your time to creating a mentality that's going to shift the fucking paradigm on this planet that's going to shift it i truly believe i don't believe that it's inevitable i don't believe that it's going to happen but i do believe that it's within the within the realm of possibility that a paradigm shift could happen and there could be a much higher standard of living on this planet where we start to think in a humanitarian way where we use the level of engineering that we put into wars and destruction i believe that could be turned towards supporting the life on this planet rather than eradicating it. You know, I tend to think that, you know, wars create more enemies all the time. Oh, listen to this downpour. Now it's now we're really getting into it. Now the now the the rain is pounding down and we're getting into these intense topics on this fucking podcast. Um, but think about it. The more wars that are going on, that's just more enemies that we're creating, right? That's a self-sustaining, that's a self-sustaining industry by design, the design of war. And it plays on the worst, the worst uh, uh, characteristics of humanity. But what if we could create a world that in, that embodied all the best characteristics of humanity? And we obviously do this on a certain level, but it only goes so far. It only goes so far as our as our comfort will allow. You know, people will go, yeah, well, I don't want to give up this so that other people can have that. But I do. Okay, I want to figure out that standard of living where everyone on the planet can have a nice standard of living. We can get oil to anywhere on this planet, and we can take oil from anywhere on this planet, but somehow... We can't get fresh water to everybody on this planet. Come on now. I know we can do better than that. And I think that if we truly, if there's enough people thinking in a humanitarian, collective way. Now, forget about politics. I'm not fucking talking about politics here. Politics is a big, another self-sustaining game that goes right along with wars and all this stuff, right? I'm just talking about being just cool people living together on a planet, right? I truly believe that there is a version, there is a pathway, there are many pathways out there that lead to a world where we are much more cooperative, we are much more humanitarian in our decision making, and we share the the vast wealth of resources on this planet so that people are given time to pursue their passions, that that is the goal of society, not to become, not to just go to school, to learn to join the economy, the mindless fucking economy um, of the world, you know, that that is just, again, a self-sustaining machine that just really creates stuff that nobody needs, right? Again, that has nothing to do with what life is really about. It's all a grand distraction. It's all about wild comfort and wild luxuries and then wild uh, poverty and, and an unreal wealth. I mean, that's insane. This is not the way if you sat down to do it from scratch. This is not the way that anybody would choose to do it. So why are we all in it? Why are we all doing it? We wake up every day and choose to play these roles. What if Slowly by slowly, every day we wake up and the, and the ideas start to change, right? 
the technology is there right now to change the paradigm more than ever through podcasts, through social media. Let's use these platforms to push this paradigm forward, okay, to really start to change the way you think, change the way you make decisions, change the way your influence, your friend's decision making, right? I've had such a, you know, the being part of the Go Scouts has affected me in such a profound way and had me really thinking in this whole phase of my life, uh, you know, of in the last eight years of really of really how powerful it is to watch the to to share inspirational bonds with people around you and having people come to you and go, wow, you know what? Ghost Scouts changed my life. And I'm like, me fucking too, dude. Like Ghost Scouts fucking changed my life, you know? Um, you know, and, and it's 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 that's how it should be, is that you go out and you do something that you don't have to do, but you go out some you go out and do something that is gonna be a game changer for somebody else, and then they feel that so much that they give it back to you and they in turn change your life and you go, Oh my God, this is so fucking powerful. It's that positive karma. It's that ghost that we thrive on here at ghost scouts in the secret society of ghost scouts. It's what fuels everything we do here. When people show up here, they don't show up to take from ghost scouts. They show up to give themselves to ghost scouts. I show up to give myself to scouts. And through that, we all have the most amazing transcendent time that we could ever have because we show up to be the best version of ourselves for each other, you know? And then when someone doesn't do that, it always stands out, you know, because there's people that come here and they'll be a little bit lazy, they'll be a little bit off, that, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna take off early, whatever, you know, and then that stands out. You know, when someone isn't giving 100%, that stands out, you know, and then they go, oh, I got to step up my game next time. You know, it's it's something that is inherent in the program here. You know, we push it hard and it's for all the best reasons, you know. Um, so <laughs> there we go. That's a classic. That's a classic fucking rant on this podcast, right? That's what you wanted. You were just sitting around waiting for me to get riled up. I started this podcast a little low energy. I'm a little bit tired today. You know, we were having some fun last night, having a little party in the VIP under the pavilion. It was raining out, but it didn't fucking matter because we got that juicy pavilion that most of the scouts haven't even seen. When they come for the summit, they're going to be blown away. We're going to be hanging out in the pavilion. Uh, we're going to be watching Super Hype UFC uh, next Saturday night, uh, one of the largest cards of the year. That's going to be amazing. I, 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 my mind is just blown when I start to think about all the fun we're going to have um, at the Ghost Scout Summit. Um, uh, but uh, let's see what else is on the list here. Um, I mean, I guess yeah, it is really what I've been up to. Also, I, I mentioned taking time off from the from Escape from Hat. Um, I guess I get, I can't really talk too much about Escape from Hat, but, uh, you know, I've been working on Mark Osborne's new animated feature for Netflix. Um, Mark Osborne, uh, directed Kung Fu Panda and the Little Prince. Um, and, uh, Escape from Hat is based on a, uh, uh, kind of an obscure children's book. Um, and, uh, it is about, uh, rabbits and cats battling for control of the realm of magic um, that basically is inside of uh, a magician's hat. Magician's hats are sort of a portal to this ancient world of magic. Oops, sorry, I hit the thing there. 
Uh, magic hats are sort of a portal to this ancient world of magic that has always existed. And uh, control of this world is being fought over by uh, magic rabbit, good luck rabbits and bad luck cats, right? And it's going to be, it's it's real Lord of the Ringsy. It's going to be amazing. And um, I've done... I don't know, maybe three months of, of visual development or something for them. Um, just doing mostly rough sketches. I mentioned I've turned in a hundred page of rough sketches so far. Um, I went down for a week uh, to spend in New York City in studio with everybody um, during the what springtime, early springtime, I guess. Um, that was really fun. Uh, really fun to, to get to hang out with the crew, get to start to know the crew. It's really the beginning of the production at that point. So it was very, very small crew. Um, but uh, very fun. Shout out to the homie Ron Wimberly, a.k.a. D-Pi. Uh, he was doing some storyboarding on the project at the time. That was really fun. This is the first professional project we've ever worked on together. Uh, he's one of my main homies from going to Pratt back in the day. We worked on the school comic, The Static Fish, together. Um, and uh, he's uh, definitely one of my one of my real inspirations throughout my career, seeing him do his thing. Um, and always fun to connect with my man, Ron. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that, that's been really fun. That's about all I can say about that project. You can go and read the children's book if you like. Um, I think they're re-releasing it and you can probably track down a copy. Uh, I don't know if there's digital copies or whatever, but, uh, it's, it's a real fun, um, it's a real fun story. And the story is obviously good. We're, we're kind of jumping off from the book. Uh, the writer is friends with Mark and working with Mark and, um, on, on the story and the screenplay and all that. And, uh, you know, um, obviously, uh, taking some new directions and making it a, making it sort of a, a bigger story. Um, from the book. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a fucking pleasure to work on it. (laughs) It's so hard to talk about something you can't work on. I'm like, uh, 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 my brain's like thinking of all the stuff that I want to say, but I can't. So I guess we'll move on from that. But, uh, of course y'all will be the first to know when I can talk about it. And we will definitely get Mark Osborne on the podcast to talk about it. Um, when the movie's out and when we can talk about it and all that, um, and I'm going to jump back on the project uh, probably in the fall in, in another, I don't know, three, four weeks. Um, basically, I'm taking off till till uh, the last week in August. Basically, uh, this next well, time's, time's passing pretty quick here. The summer's sort of wrapping up. We got this next week. Um, I'm going to be putting up more siding on the house, hopefully finish siding the house. I've been, that's what I've been doing, um, over the last month, uh, been working on the house, putting up some wall, more walls inside, um, putting up, uh, siding on the front of the house and, um, and, uh, I took time off from the movie for that. So I could just really focus on building and, and enjoying that process, um, uh, which is so crucial, um, to do. Um, but, uh, uh, fuck, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, but, uh, oh yeah. So this next week and then, so, so this coming Friday, uh, the, I'll side up till Friday, then Friday, the summit starts 
and then uh, we got a week of summit. And then after that, I am going to Denmark um, to teach at the animation workshop for a week. And then uh, we're going to spend basically a week at my parents' house, um, just hanging with my dad, uh, hanging with my siblings, you know, obviously hanging with my mom too. Um, But uh, that's going to be a fun way to round out the summer. Um, and, uh, fuck, what am I saying here? Um, so yeah, that's, so yeah, I guess, <laughs> fuck, I'm tired. What? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, here we go. Professional podcast mentality, go. So, uh, I got another week of siding, then a week of summit. Then if all goes well, stuff with my grandpa's health is so up in the air. He, 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 he might pass and hopefully kind of will pass, uh, you know, in this, in this time period, because it's been such a struggle and he's been suffering so much during this process. Um, and, but that, that might kind of affect my ability to go to Denmark. That's kind of a question mark right now. But if, 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 if all goes according to plan or all goes well, I'm not even really sure what that means for my grandpa. Um, cause if he's still alive at that point, I guess that could also become problematic because he really is at the end of his life. And, and it would probably be bad if we left when, if we were gone when he died, cause my, my kids are going to be staying, Wolfie and Junior are going to be staying at my parents' house during that time. Um, and my parents will have a lot to deal with. Uh, my mom already has, so my parents already have so much to deal with with my dad's cancer treatment and, you know, helping my grandma and grandpa out, you know, through this whole thing. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those unexpected uh, family health crises that just, just, just happen. Um, but they've been, they've been doing with it the best that they can. Um, so yeah, we'll see, uh, if all goes well, I will be for, I will be in Viborg for one week and I'm, and really looking forward to that. Athena is going to come with me this year. I feel like I'm not explaining this at all well at the end here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's basically the schedule. And then once we get back from Denmark and New Hampshire, then I would probably be returning to the movie. That's what I was trying to say. And, um, probably be part-time so I can keep on building because uh, I'm basically trying to wrap up the siding and stuff right now and then I would start building an addition on um, uh, in the fall. So I'd probably be working part-time on the movie and then part-time on building um, and that's what, probably what my fall will look like. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I've just been, I've just basically been working on the siding, uh, putting up boards, putting up some nice V groove, uh, horizontal and vertical siding, been, been playing with it. And I wasn't sure if it made sense to take time off from the movie because I was really in the groove of the movie and, uh, you know, just really enjoying it, but I'd saved up a bit of money from it and I could take this time off. And I thought, well, you know what? It's it's one of the things that a lot of times trips me up with working on the house because I'm completely self-taught in building and continue to have to learn on the job and, and often have to stop and like watch YouTube videos and stuff. 
Um, again, this is just like a weird calling that I have. This is a weird passion that I have to want to like build our own house, really stemming from moving when we were, when I was 12 and kind of losing my childhood home and, and never really feeling like I had that again. And, and really trying to build that here, you know, buying a piece of property, building my own house, all very rooted in the catharsis of like exercising, um, the, the trauma, um, of, of moving away when I was, when I was kind of on the cusp of adolescence, kind of right, right in between childhood and adolescence and kind of, kind of felt like my childhood was stolen away from me, um, at that point. And, uh, you know, always trying to recapture that has always been a big theme of my life. So, um, that's, that's really what I'm trying to do here. And to take the time off to build was so crucial because it really then allowed my entire mind to set, to get the movie stuff out of there because I'm so obsessive and so in love with what I do with the drawing and stuff that it's really hard to get it out of my mind. It's always there if I'm working on it. It's always there and 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 kind of my A game is always going to be towards whatever creative drawing project that I'm working on. But to take that off my plate and to be able to then put the house into that. Because when I first started really get excited about building, I was looking at all these cool Lloyd Kahn books, shelter and homework and all that. If you've never seen Lloyd Kahn's books, uh, check them out. It's, he, he's, he goes around the country and around the world and photographs like people building their own houses. And that was a real inspiration to me. Kind of got me, got kind of gave me the fever for, 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 I'm not homesteading. I call it homesteading because I'm building it from scratch. But homesteading is really like growing all your own food and shit. I'm like buildsteading. So, but it really got me. It, it tapped into that. A, a switch went off and 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 really connected to that. That recapturing my childhood and and wanting to build a place that my kids will always have. That they will never lose their childhood home. That's a big part of all this. You know, it's a big part of the vision of creating a family plot of land here that I can give to my kids. That's the most important thing um, for me. I think that's real freedom that if you give your kids homes and land, you know, that that's, they can really choose to do whatever they want in their life. They can pursue those passions. I'd rather give my kids land and, and houses that we've built together than money, right? Like you give someone money, you don't know what the fuck they're going to do. They might go nuts. They might blow it. They might waste it. Um, you know, money doesn't make you happy, but if you have land and you have houses that you've built together in this meaningful way that are meaningful, in this meaningful way that are meaningful, um, that's going to uh, give them the freedom to be whoever they want to be in life, you know, um, to not have to go out and get a meaningless job just to pay the rent, right? I thought by removing that burden from them, that's really kind of a life hack. Um, and, uh, so I'm trying to set that up for us now and, and my children in the future. And it's, it's slowly coming together. It's slowly working. Um, but to be able to take the time off and to really let that all just soak into my brain and get back to the original inspiration for building the house was such a smart decision because it, it gave me the, the, just the, the mental space. I think I wrote a note in here. Let me look at it. Um, just switching the idea of like switching modes in your life, allowing yourself to not have to multitask all the time. I kind of love multitasking, 
projects and stuff. I love being a busybody, so I'll allow myself to like fill my cup up too much. But sometimes it's really nice to just dump half of that out. And instead of having your glass constantly overflowing, have it only actually half full, right? Just get it down to that line where I wasn't doing the podcast. I wasn't doing work. I'm just sitting here, just going to the beach with the family and then just like building on the house. And that was so nice. And I was like, wow, I'm so fucking relaxed. Now, I'm usually a pretty like relaxed person, like in the sense that I'm like in a really good mood. I have really high morale. I'm really excited about everything, but but it's like high intensity. You know, sometimes it's nice to go through a phase where you take the intensity down and you don't have to rush from thing to thing, you know, and that, that it really struck me like, wow, what a good decision this was. I was a little afraid to take the time off because I was like, ah, I'm going to lose momentum on the movie. You know, I'm going to stop getting the checks every week. Um, you know, uh, but I was like, but Hey, you've earned the right. You've earned this money. You have money in the bank. You have enough to work on this project. You've earned the right to sit here and enjoy the summer with the family and enjoy the building process in a way that you won't if you're working on this drawing project. So I was like, oh, wow, smart thinking me. So I did it, and I was still a little a little anxious about it, but it turned out to be such a great decision because it's allowed me to just recharge, to slow down, to go into this different sort of mode that I haven't been in in a really long time. I mean, in some ways, really since I was building my first cabin there. Um, where the pressure's off and I'm just chilling and building for fun and kind of stepping back and looking at the house as this creative construction that I'm doing and how I want it to look aesthetically and, and kind of making choices like that and not worrying if I botched something and have to go back and fix it, not feeling like, oh, I wasted the whole morning and now I got to get to work and now I'm stressed out and, you know. So if that resonates with you, you know, if you can take something off your plate at some point, maybe it's not even right now, but maybe next time you have the opportunity, that's in your mind a little bit and you go, yeah, I'm going to take that opportunity to clear the decks a little bit, go into this different mode. It's not always about doing as much as you can, being as visible as possible on social media. You know, I've taken a long hiatus from social media, really haven't been using it much. And part of me is like, oh, you got to get on there. You got to do it. And it's and it's fun to do it, too. I do it because I enjoy it. But it's also really enjoyable to just step back and not fucking do it because I don't know. I, I know that it doesn't matter anyway, but I think there's a lot of people out there that actually don't know that you don't need to be broadcasting on social media all the time. It's really nice to step back from that and just realize like, wow. When I am posting on there, it it becomes kind of a compulsive thing. And it's this whole thing that I'm thinking about all the time. And it's good to do that for your brand and, you know, especially for artists and stuff to get your stuff out there. But it's also really good for your mental health to just take a step back from that. You know, the world is always demanding so much of us. And now even in our private time with social media, like don't be afraid to step away from it, you know, um, you know, and that doesn't mean that you're not being productive, but maybe just you're not sharing it. You know, I'm not snapping pics of every little thing I'm doing and sharing it once in a while. I get a little bit up and once the summit comes, I'm definitely going to ramp it back up for sure. But, you know, don't be afraid to step away. Now, don't take that as an excuse to get lazy. You know, if you if you aren't if you aren't accomplishing your goals, don't take a step back. But you know, if you if you're at a good place, if you're getting ahead of the game, if you if you're like, wow, I'm really cruising right now, 
let me enjoy this. Let me stop and get out and smell the roses and take a look at this grand vista. You know what I'm taking you know what I'm saying? Let me let me slow down here and really savor the flavor of this fucking beef stew, you know? Um yeah, and, and I just wrote down the note of it resetting the focus of your mind. And I feel like I'm rejuvenated. <laughs> right now, I probably don't sound like it because I'm a little bit tired. Uh, I drank a little bit of whiskey last night. I have, I've barely been drinking. And uh, we were having some fun. I also got a brand new bong. And we were ripping bong hits. So um, I was a little bit sleepy, a little bit on the sleepy side today. But, uh, but you know... Yeah, those things, those things that I just said. I, I won't I won't spin it back and, and, and reiterate it all, but there's some little nuggets for you. Um, we're getting to the end of the pod here. Let me see if I had any other notes. Um I think uh I think that's I think that's about it. Um Yeah, I talked about the toy project. So yeah, I'm gonna be working on the toy project this week. I'm gonna be hopefully kind of honing in on the six characters that I'm going to be creating for Unbox Industries for the blind box uh, series that they have. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I'm going to be hopefully finishing the siding on the house. And I will share some pictures of that. Um, <laughs> I will get that up. Uh, uh, I will get a little bit of the siding up. And uh, once the summit starts, I will definitely be getting heavy uh, behind the foreskin with the video content. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm definitely going to be entering into full camp mode. Um, we're going to be hitting the hikes. We're going to be waking up, doing the workouts, and then I'm going to carry that energy right on into Denmark. Um, I, I, I booked those back to back thinking that, uh, that would be really nice to, get all the hype energy of the summit and scouts. And that's going to be the peak event of the year for go scouts. And then roll that right over to V Borg and bring that intensity with my jumpsuits to Denmark and to the animation workshop. And I cannot wait to teach, uh, this, uh, clash of this class, the first workshop for the juniors. Um, very excited, very excited to hang with my man, Peter over there. Very excited to see the, uh, the Denmark Ghost Scouts, you know, Lady Quantum, uh, meet the Meat Prowler, and of course, my girl Shroominati. The new bong that we got has uh, has has a mushroom pattern on it. It's very Shroominati. Um, very much fits with uh, with with some of the Ghost Scout lore here, some of the activities, because you know, you know, we've been dabbling in a little bit of those fucking psychedelic mushrooms. You know, we've been having some. We've I, I've had some uh, some nice little mushroom trips, and looking forward to some more of those. Gonna have a couple more of those this summer, and uh, really relishing it. If you get the opportunity to get a rhythm going, you know, where every month or so you're doing a nice little mushroom trip. I highly recommend it. Um, you can build the dosage that way um, and, uh, and and kind of ramp it up a little bit while doing it in a very comfortable manner, you know, getting acquainted with that, with that, with that mushroom realm and then dipping your toe back in. It starts to feel nice and familiar. You know, I don't think you want to do it too much. Um, cause you know, I think you can, I think you can start to feel a little pedestrian, but, and also there's tolerance involved, but spacing it out and, and finding those special days where you can go out and do it, um, is really fucking nice. 
uh, and and again, really good for your mind. You know, it's a little, it's a little, it turns everything into the. You step into the dream world. You you step across the veil. It can help, really help you with perspective of seeing the simplicity of things. The 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 um, the the juxtaposition of the simplicity and the complicated right the inf- the infinite the that you are just this absolute meaningless little creature in the span of infinity and time but also that you are infinitely important and infinitely complicated and everything is infinitely meaningful yet also completely uh, wisp in the wind ethereal and fleeting you know that's all those things at once so um you know, go on those mental quests. Don't let mainstream reality just suck you along and fucking suck the sh- suck the shit out of your asshole. Um, you know, take take some time to really uh, orient yourself this week, this month. You know, um, we'll be back with a uh, we'll be back next week with a pre Ghost Scout Summit podcast. Um, this was a nice little catch-up pod, and I was a little bit of a space cadet on it. Um, <laughs> I starting to fucking drown there for a minute. But that's how we keep it. You know, I could edit it out. I could go back and edit this shit out. But I'm just keeping it real with you. I'm just keeping it raw with you. Um, you know that's how we do it. Uh, and hopefully this has been an inspirational episode. Um, hopefully it's given you a little something to think about, a little bit of gas in your tank for the week. Um, and caught you up with some of the, some of the things I've been doing and thinking about, um, send some positive vibes to my dad and my grandpa. Um, life is a fucking crazy thing. You never know when you're going to find yourself in the middle of a, in the middle of an amazing health challenge. And these things, you know, they come along and you just, you just have to decide, you know, how you're going to take it and how you're going to, how you're going to live with it, what you're going to learn from it. You know, in, in my health challenges and breaking my feet, I use those experiences to look deeper into life, look deeper into the meaning of things and look at what, what life is really trying to tell me with this now. You know, there are messages for my grandfather in his existential crisis. There are messages for my father in his battle with cancer, in his, in the, in, in the fact that the universe has removed his tongue. There is something to be learned there. You know, do you shy away from it and do you let it scare you? Do you let it overwhelm you, these challenges? Or do you look straight into the heart of the abyss of this existence and find the meaning of it, right? Find the meaning for yourself. Connect the dots for yourself from your unique personal mythology, from your past, from your nostalgia, from all the things that are meaningful to you in this world. How does this fit in your puzzle? Everything is part of your puzzle. And it's 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 always, every time you look, there are infinite pathways opening in front of you. And which ones will you continue to traverse down? Will you sit down and give up and be scared and and hide from hide from reality? Hide from the infinite realities ahead of you, or even on, you know, even, even, even no matter what stage of life you're in, even as my grandpa finds himself on death's door, do you look straight into it and do you, do you, do you appreciate, do you find a way to f- orient yourself within that new 
within that within that moment of existence can you find a way to orient yourself and 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 hear what the messages of this infinite universe are to you because they will be beautiful they will be meaningful they will be scary they will be terrifying they will be everything but in that in the rawness of it all is the realness and there's always something to be appreciated in the realness of life right as we know in those most profound moments, in seeing my children be born, in when I'm out hunting and I kill a deer and I'm, and I'm taking the guts out of it and the raw beauty of it all, in sitting there and seeing the bones sticking out of my fucking foot when I broke every bone in both my feet, the, the realest moments in your life, the rawest moments, what can you glean from them? It's not often that you get to get that close to the center of it all. You know, when you're right on the raw edge of it. So in a way, it is a gift to be in a in a life-shattering crisis because it allows you to, to reach up. You are at the highest height and you can reach up and touch. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can grab the fruit from the highest branches of this tree that you've ever climbed and glean the nutrition, the nutrients, the lessons from them that you couldn't get from the comfort zone, from the healthy, from when you're just cruising and having a good time. Those things are not available to you. It's in the darkest hours that somehow some of the most profound lessons can be learned. And and some of the most profound lessons from humanity have been learned in those times, right? We can see we can see into the darkness of America's soul right now. And and what will we learn from it? Will we sit down? Will we shy away from it? Or will we look right into it and step up? And tell it how we feel and hear how it feels and 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 take the action necessary to do to 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 reach the new equilibrium to to level it out to make it a place where everybody can look at each other and 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 share this same trust and the same standards of living and the and and pursue the same goals side by side with one another. We all want the same thing. We all want to be happy. We all want to be healthy. We all want to be safe. That's what all these things come from. And it can turn ugly and evil, or we can swing it the other way and it can be beautiful and it can be, it can be, uh, cooperative and it can be trusting and it can be, um, it can be amazing. And, and you can give more than you ever thought you could give and you can receive more than you ever thought you would receive. Right. But it's only when we, when we trust in the universe there's been a lot of times in my life when I'm taking a major leap of faith and I've had to trust in the universe that there will be a platform that I will land on, that there will be some kind of something that I will grab onto once I take this leap to climb to an even higher height. And it's always been there. The universe has never let me down. Only I have let myself down, right? Only you can let yourself down. The universe will always catch you. If you go out there and you keep striving. You know what? You may fall, you may fall, you may fall, but you will always find a way, a passageway through to the next place you need to be, right? But sometimes you got to go through the prickers. You got to go through the fire. Sometimes you have to get all the way to the bottom of that cliff with those broken ass feet before you can start to fucking rebuild and repair but you've got to be real about it. You've got to bring it. Those doctors told me I might never walk again. And I was like, fuck that. Someone in my, in that scenario might have accepted that and gone, oh my God, I'm a victim. Oh, now I'm going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. 
But that wasn't me. I was like, fuck that shit. I looked right into the eye of that beholder. And I said, watch me fucking do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want you to do this week. Look right into the fucking darkness, right into the lightness, right into it all. And fucking set your course towards your passions. Don't let any struggle hold you back. Don't let anything intimidate you. You know, this is your fucking life and you're going to fucking live it. You know, go out there for the people that are in a position where they are scared and they need some inspiration. Be an inspiration to them this week, you know. Um, all right. I think we've got enough in the in the books here. Um, we're going to jump over onto Patreon and get to these sh- 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 shout outs. Let me see if I can remember how to find this. Let's see. Posts. Uh, nope. Let's see. Settings. Mm, patrons. Uh, manager. I think this is it. If y'all don't know about the Patreon, go over to uh, patreon.com slash ghostshrimp and uh, support the podcast. You know, if you want to help me keep this coming as many times as possible, <laughs> multiple orgasmic podcasts, um, you know, if, if you appreciate this podcast, if you want to hear uh, if you want to hear it every week jump on the Patreon. You know, that really helps me out um, and, and allows me to uh, make this make this a a viable part of my business. And of course, that's not the reason that I do it. Um, I do it because I think it's fun. I do it to connect with my friends as I often has my have my friends on here. And uh, I do it to inspire you all. That's truly why I do it. I make a lot of decisions in my life based on inspiring other people because I have been inspired. And I know that uh, I would not be where I am today without the inspiration that I have received. So I give it back. You know, that's the gospel of Goshrimp right there. Um, and uh, big shout out to all the $1 supporters on the Patreon. Shout you out as a group. Um, much respect. Every dollar counts. Um, if you want to hear yourself shouted out by name, jump up to that $2 level. Uh, and starting it off, we got no other, no one other than my brother, Alejandro Fuentes, straight out the workshop. Uh, we got sh- Big Beef Stew shout out going to Jesse Cuckadani. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Butterflesh, aka Seth Bird. Hope your trip home was good, my friend. Hope you've been uh, settling in. We'll have to check in with you, get you back on. Uh, we'll have to check back in with you, see how you, how the culture shock of going home was. Um, big shout out to Go Scout Velvet Dojo, aka Dalton Stark. See you on Friday, homie. Cannot fucking wait for all the Go Scouts coming to the summit. Be ready. We are doing a nine mile loop on Mount Mansfield on Saturday. Be big hike ready. Yes, we will be waking up at 6 a.m. and working out. We are going to run this like a mini Go Scout training camp, y'all. So be ready for it. Uh, Big shout out to Scott Higgins, a.k.a. 180 Pounds. Big Beef Stew shout out to my man Gerard Jones. Big shout out to my man Frogadile Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer. 
Big shout out to Jesse Primo from the workshop. Hope everything's going good in your world, homie. Shout out to everybody in NYC. Big shout out to Ryan Sims. <laughs> Big beef still. Uh, big shout out to my homie from the workshop from Armenia, Shamaram. Uh, big shout out to my homie, well, <laughs> my homie that I've never met, Michael Broncado. You're all my homies. It's the Go Shrimp and Homies podcast. Big shout out to Craig Bowers. Get that big bowl of beef stew, Craig Bowers. Uh, put a little bowl of beef stew on the on the floor for Bark the Dog. That's B-A-R-C. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout Mr. Husband, a.k.a. Chris Murray. Going to be seeing him and Bark uh, uh, next Friday. <laughs> next Friday on the, uh, god damn, at the summit. My brain is melting in my fucking head. Um, big shout out to Matt Bollinger. Big shout out to Sam Bag. I love that. Big shout out to Michael Joran, aka Joran Thornton. Hope everything's good with you, homie. Big shout out to Cruz Burke. Big shout out to the homie, fellow Adventure Time alumni, Jesse <coughs> Moynihan. Big shout out to Anthony Scott, the world famous stop motion animator. Big shout out to my neighbor and new best friend, Kent Osborne, aka Ghost Scout Harvest Moon. He's getting too old for this shit. Big shout out to Arguably Art. Big shout out to Alexi Giroux. A.K.A. Ghost Scout Cheeky Bookie. Big shout out to Try Man Hunt. Maybe we'll get to hang out in Denmark in a few weeks. Try Man. Yeah, let's do it, baby. Uh, big shout out to Devin Newman. Big shout out to The Nobbywood, a.k.a. Bobby Morgan, cranking out the fucking nostalgia. If you love 90s nostalgia, get at Bobby Morgan, uh, a.k.a. The Nobbywood, um, on Instagram. Uh, he cranks it out. He's creating some really awesome content and art based on 90s nostalgia. Uh, big shout out to the homie Lermy, aka Ghost Scout Computer Person. Uh, big shout out for the the, blah, blah, the workshopper Shell Durkin. Yeah, Shell. Got to meet Shell uh, in the when I went to hang out in New York City. Uh, when I was working in studio and Netflix, it's always a pleasure to meet people from the workshop in real life and hang out. That was awesome. Shell was way more jacked than I realized. I guess he's a rock climber. And uh, yeah, Shell looking fucking jiggity jacked. Uh, big shout out to Hollywood Big Shot director Mark Osborne. Can't wait to get back to work on the movie, although thoroughly enjoying not working on it, paradoxically. Um, and that's another lesson that I've learned. It's okay to 
take a step away from really good projects. You know, back in the day, I never would have. I mean, I've turned down in the last year work that I would never even have imagined turning it down. I can't even talk about all of it. There's a real project that people will be very excited to hear about that I I, I was invited to work on and really wanted to. Um, but, you know, it just didn't fit with the timing and stuff. And, you know, I was like, you know, I could cram it in, but uh, it's going to be stressful. I think I'm past the point where I need to be stressing myself out with projects, even if they're great. Like, it's okay to let some go, you know? So that's definitely for people at a certain point in their career. But if you're if you're established and you're comfortable, you know, don't be afraid to step back and go, you know, I want to have a, like we were talking about earlier in the podcast, I want to have like a, a real peaceful mental landscape. I have enough work on my plate. Like, you know, some people hit me up to do a podcast um, and I was just like, man, I would love to. It was a beer podcast about beer labels and I've been doing a couple for Norway Brewing Company and I think it's called like 16 Ounce Canvas. Big shout out to them. You know, someday I'd love to do the podcast. They were talking about, I think, inviting me to an event as well. Um, And man, of course, I would love to do it. But like, it's just like right now I'm trying to kind of keep it low key and I just let them know, you know, right now I'm as busy as I want to be. So, you know, this all sounds amazing, but I'm going to have to pass on it, you know? So hopefully they understand, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of, uh, things like that lately where, you know, I just kind of have to pass on it. Um, because sometimes it's nice to just do what you need to do, but not do more than you need to do. Cause I've spent a lot of my life, you know, really piling it on and it's fun when it's just me, but then when the family's there, it's stressing them out and that stresses me out and that's no good. Are we in the middle of shout outs or what? What the fuck? Big shout out to uncle Terry. Get that beef stew. Get, get, get that beef stew. Shout out across the ocean to Daniel Foothead over in New Zealand, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, shout out to Ghost Scout Sports Magic. Miss you, homie. Uh, big shout out to, oh, this is a $3. This is a manually upped to a $3 contribution from my my homie from Pratt, fellow alumni, Raphael Tang Hall, the most talented person I've ever met. Uh, big shout out. This is a uh, throw on the grill. <laughs> marinated steak tip podcast i mean marinated steak tip shout out to yvonne santiago hope shit's popping in puerto rico for you homie uh big beef uh big uh, marinated steak tip shout out to johan elverby um another wow we got a couple new uh we got a couple new oh my god we've got a bunch of bunch of steak tips we got we got a lot of upgrades going here um we got another steak tip shout out for perpetual output we got a throw throw another steak tip on for skylar bloom or skylar blum which one is it blum bloom uh Big, juicy, marinated steak tip shout-out going out to William Inman. Uh, Big, juicy steak tip shout-out going to Kayla Dakota. Throw another marinated steak tip on for my girl Erica Malhus. 
Uh, we got another steak dip. These are, man, this is, I'm going to get rich off of this episode. $5 pledges all the way up here. Big shout out to Charlie Parisi. Uh, big marinated steak tip shout out going to Pablo Meiji, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. And then we've got some very spooky ones. These are manually entered. Juicy. This is marinated in Satan's marinade. Okay, this is marinated in Satan's dick blood marinade. The 666, the $6.66 uh, manually entered uh, amount here coming from two people. So coming from Zeta, get your steak tip, Sonny. That's 666, Satan's dick blood fucking steak tip. And we're going to need a vegan uh, Satan's dick blood Steak tip. I was about to say spaceship. Steak tip going out to year six camp champ. None other than Ghost Scout Beard Lips, a.k.a. John Mansfield, a.k.a. Crognack. Much appreciated. My God. 666. I love that. If anybody else wants to jump on those Satan steak tips, get on that 666 because it's out there now. Um, well, I guess that's about it. We've got an hour and a half in the books, so hopefully uh, we kept you entertained. We kept you inspired here. We're going to be coming back with another group podcast with uh, with Lerm and Danny and Chang uh, on next week. That'll be out on Saturday. Um, I'm putting this episode up on the Patreon right now. Um, I, uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm a little bit sleepy, but, uh, I want to jump on here and get this to you. You know, I'm trying to get in the rhythm again of getting these podcasts out. So I'm going to try to get them out every Saturday on the Patreon and then every Monday on iTunes. So look for it, uh, wherever you get that. Um, and also on SoundCloud when it goes, you know, goes up on SoundCloud on Mondays, um, and then on iTunes from there. So uh, we'll be doing the next ones will be really fun because we're going to have um, another uh, residency podcast, uh, which we'll probably record um, Thursday and that'll go up on Saturday. And then um, during the summit, we're going to do a, a rowdy summit posse podcast. Um, and then, uh, you know, and that's going to have, you know, who knows, 17, 18, 19, 20 people on it. And then, um, and then the week after that, I will be in Denmark and we'll be doing a Denmark podcast, uh, and Athena will be there and, uh, we'll get Bob on there and, uh, hopefully Analia will be around for it. And, uh, maybe we can, and Luba's never even been on the podcast yet. We got to get Luba on the podcast. So we'll try to do a, get Luba on the podcast because she's amazing and, uh, uh, I'd love to hear her on it. So many cousins all over the world. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I could just be doing my own thing and, uh, you know, you know, just in my bubble. But instead, I have opened my 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 life up to the world through Ghost Scouts and through this podcast. And through it, I have so many amazing friendships and connections through the workshop as well. Um, there, are, there are so many avenues of mutual benefit that when you start to play with them, you will realize, wow, I never really lived until I really started engaging with destiny and playing with it and seeing what it had to offer me. So, 
get out there and do that this very week. Get the dry erase board, get the weekly planner out, however you choose to do it. Set a meaningful goal this week, whether it's small or large, and really take some time to set a vision out of who you want to be, what you want to be doing, who you want to be doing it with, where you want to be doing it, and do the things you need to do to do it. You know, you got to do the stuff that you have to do before you can get to the stuff that you want to do. There's always going to be that. And the people that are willing to go, okay, I got to get this done so then I can do what I want to do. Those are the people that are actually going to get to do what they want to do, you know? So uh, hopefully this wasn't too much of a batshit, rambling, crazy podcast. Hopefully there was some tasty beef stew in there for you. Uh, I promise the uh, the the next episodes are going to be very rowdy, and uh, they are going to have many guests. So you're going to be very delighted to hear all the fun that we are going to be having and all the friendships. All right. Uh, stay positive. Stay productive. Peace out.